This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest bump. <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This yeah, microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Mr. Dot Commer on WEEI.com. Off-day podcast, post-game podcast, fresh off the Patriots lost the Bills 24-21. to Four straight losses, 2-5 and five on the year. I can keep going, but I don't want to be too mean. Well, um, since Cam Newton deemed this a must-win game, and he's the reason they lost. Doesn't that mean the season's over? Uh, one could take it that way, yes. <laughs> but I don't think people in this region want to do that, and I don't think the team wants to do that. So we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. Oh, wait a minute, though. Okay. So I don't think the team wants to do that. I agree. Um, you know, I thought in a weird way, just a little how the sausage is made. For whatever reason, Bill Belichick took a long time to come meet with the media today on Zoom. So Damian Harris was actually the first person in the room that was also the room for Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. Cam Newton takes forever. It's an hour and a half for that guy to get ready. Got to look good after you look bad well, on the football field. I, I texted our friend Giardi about that. Like, how does the rest of the team feel? They're sitting on the bus when the guy that cost you the game is taking his sweet-ass time getting dressed for a Zoom call. And by the way, Cam Newton has proven over the last month that Deion Sanders was wrong. Look good does not mean play good because yeah. he has looked great every time we see him, and he's played crappy pretty much every time we've seen him. Um, Sorry, yeah, I think they are trying to stay positive, but I will say fans, based on my sampling of Twitter, fans are not trying to stay positive. Fans are pulling the ripcord. Fans think it's over. Uh, it's 50, 50, I think. Where? Well, I, I think some like scientific poll. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think off day poll after this, put it on the off day account. Is the season over? I should do that. Actually. I can actually do it, do it right now as we speak. Yeah. So we can talk like live polling, like we're CNN on uh, Tuesday night. Well, yeah, we should get the results of this as the podcast is going. This will actually be interesting to see how it, it plays out. What were you going to say about Damian Harris? Uh, what, Damian Harris? Yeah. He – oh, I just thought it was interesting. Like, he was, like, the first one that in my Zoom room, with, there was, like, 75, 80 people waiting, and he has to answer. And he was kind of put in a tough spot. And then there was all these media questions about, like, positives, like how good he felt to get a rhythm and get 100 yards. and you know, how good it felt to get the offense going in the second half. And, like, they just lost a must-win game on the road. They've lost four in a row. And I feel like the media is trying to do these, like, feel-good stories about a sinking ship. Uh, that, that was my takeaway, too. I didn't understand it. Like, they just lost their fourth straight game. They lost the ball in the last – they had a chance to win, and they coughed it up in the last second. And we're writing Damon Harris feature stories. Right. I – 
kind of thought I left Patriots.com and Patriots Football Weekly, and I was in the real media now. But yes, I mean, we would have been more negative than this. And Patriots Football Weekly, we wouldn't be writing feel goods about. Same Damian. thing with him and um, Jacoby Myers. Like, how, how good was it to get Myers involved? Right, great. You lost. And I give all of them, like Cam Newton was despondent, I guess would be the word. Like, he, he, he even well, admitted he's, run out, he's run out of things to say. And he said that, you know, it's a broken record. I feel like a broken record. I know it sounds like a broken record and it does. And again, I still, I mean, I appreciate his honesty and his attempt to say the right things, but the reality is they're just not winning. And like, as he said, production-based business, more here than anywhere. Like this would be bad anywhere. So you're now two and five. So that's bad anywhere, but you're in New England, five losses. Worst case scenario, you have five losses after 16 games. Right. They have five losses after seven games. Right. Like, that's, that's not acceptable. I, well, I got to give Brian Mori and the Patriots Hall of Fame credit. They were right when they put out the press release. The dynasty is definitively over. You should give them – they were first to report it. They were. I got to give them credit. I got to cite that. I mean, they, they looked bad at the time, but – or not okay. bad. But yeah, all right, to, to the game. So – so Let's start with Nude. Can we get over it? He did not play well. Like, he did not play well. That was the other the post-game questions. Of, well, like, you played well up until the last play, so how frustrating was it? He did not play well to that point. They, they babied him the entire game. He did not do anything well. They finally did what I wanted to do. I think it was the first pass play of the game. Roll out one receiver, throw it to him. If not, you're going to run. But he was open and he completed yep. it. That was my thought. It was, that was like a high school pass play. Yes, and that's what I'm looking for. Right. Because – he did not play well because there were other, you know, there was the uh, James White throw early, which like skipped it. Like he finally, White had the big like 28 yard or whatever. And I tweeted out like, yeah, seed cam. That's what happens if you actually throw the ball where they can run after the catch. Like you have guys, forget about the receivers. The receivers are a problem right now. Right. But your running backs, Rex Burkhead and Damian, uh, and James White can make plays. Like I, I thought the same thing during the game. Where are the screen plays? Well, I don't think he's a very good screen pass. No, but like, aren't those plays that you can get the quarterback sort of going and like they're easy throws supposedly? Like they should be. Your line's good. Like supposedly, you said so. I think they are concerned that a screen play inherently <laughs> could lead to like, a pick because I'm throwing like seven feet in the air. Yeah, remember the? Yeah, he, I know. I know. He had one earlier this year. Yeah, I yep. think there's probably a concern. No, 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 we don't want bodies and, oh, he'll just throw over them. I don't th- – there's a lack of trust. I mean, you saw that on the field goal attempt on third down. Uh, it was beyond that. It was the third down calls. It's third and whatever. And you're third and two, you're calling a draw play to James White? Yeah, no, they, they have – but to me, the most glaring is you're on the whatever yard line, 12-yard line or something, and you have 14 seconds or 12 seconds. I forget the exact – and you don't take a shot at the end zone? Like, you're so afraid that Brian Hoyer 2.0 named Cam well, Newton. And you, Bill's explanation after the game was asked about it, low percentage. Like, what's – I mean, I don't – I can't envision that mentality. Like, that's a loser mentality. Like, if you have a guy out on the field – remember the old, if we put him out there, we have confidence they can do the job kind of thing? Well, I feel like any quarterback in America, if he's your starting quarterback – you say, listen, we, you know, nothing stupid here. Let's take a shot. If it's right. there, take it. If not, just throw it away and we'll take the field goal. Right. Because 
it's not just that you are afraid of the turnover or the sack or whatever there. You're also kicking a field goal, which makes it so you have to kick off again. And right. I know rarely does anything happen on a kickoff, or, but you've now opened up another opportunity. Not only are you taking three points instead of even a shot at seven, what if they return the, the next kickoff for a touchdown with the right. eight seconds you left on the clock or whatever it was? I just – that was a – you know, people want to say the trade deadline could be a waving of the white flag. That was – pretty close to a waving of a white flag. Uh, another controversial decision by Belichick was the onside kick after you scored, was it two touchdowns or one touchdown? Two straight touchdowns? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. I don't, I can pull up the game log, but it was definitely, after, it was after, you had all the momentum in the game. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it because I think that's the way you're playing. Like that's the way, that's the reality. I, I, I think you have to do those things, tricks, steal possession. So it was after the first touchdown. So that was when you tied the game at uh, fourteen. Right. You got the touchdown, the two point conversion. You tied the game at fourteen. Yes. I just think you're you're trying to steal the game. You're not playing really on either side of the ball. You don't trust your defense and you don't trust your offense. I wouldn't have done it, but I don't have a problem with it. Like some people were outraged that they did it, and like it ended all momentum like I wouldn't have done it because you kind of had the momentum your defense sort of found something but I I, I know I know where he was coming from I, I think that's a bigger picture decision not made on like a five minute stretch of game that's a right we need to steal possessions we need to do whatever we all hands on deck kind I, I didn't yeah I didn't have a real big problem with that I neither some people did but I have a much bigger problem with the the field goal decision like, yes, I, the I would field agree. goal decision is an admission, like a what do they say, a vote of no confidence or non-confidence yeah. or yeah. like. Yeah. I can't, I can't fathom that you have so little confidence in a MVP, NFL MVP, veteran quarterback who's been in the league a decade, to take a shot if something happens. Like, say they don't cover somebody, whatever. If not, throw it into the ground, throw it away, like whatever. That's hard for me to fathom. That's hard for me to envision that they have that little confidence in Newton and the offense to run an NFL play there that I think you run with however many – there should be 64 quarterbacks in the NFL where you do that. Your, yes. your starter and your primary backup. Maybe you get to your third stringer or your – who's your the guy rookie, in the big – Jake yeah. Delongo or whatever the hell his name is, the Central yep. Connecticut, Southern Connecticut. Yep. It, maybe him, you go, you know what, let's just kick in here and take the points. But I think your, your starter and your backup – that's, that's football 101. I, I can't fathom that decision. Uh, we'll stay on the offensive side of the ball. One, I think one of the few positives in the game, your guy, Damian Harris, runs very hard. Um, I think that the Sony Michelle era is officially basically almost, I guess you could say, has come to an end. Yes. And you know what sucks? That, even that good thing, I now say, why didn't he play last year again? Right. Can you give me a reason why he didn't play? Right. Like, if I'm Tom Brady and I'm watching that score from afar, I'm like, hey, hey, hey they lost again. Wait a minute, Damian Harris rushed for 100 again? Right. Why didn't we play him last year again? Right, right. That's what's frustrating about that because I have never seen him not run hard, not fall forward, like everything. I'm not saying you're always going to get 100 yards or 22-yard right. touchdowns. But it's the, the Bills' run defense isn't great, but he's, he's played how many NFL games? Like four? And he has 200-yard games? Right. And he's run – like he's had a couple big runs in each one or – a couple runs that I remember every game where 
you're like, yeah, that would have been a two-yard loss for Sony, and it's a one-yard gain for him. Like, not a big deal. Okay, what's the matter? It's a three-yard right. difference. I just feel like it, it feels different to a team. Totally. When you now have second and nine instead of second and 12 or something. Right. I just feel – I don't know. I, that's not something I can measure, but I, I just love the way he runs. And I like his attitude. I like – there's nothing I don't like about Damian Harris. I think, you know, big picture, we'll talk about this later in the week and as podcasts go on. You know, how many players on your team are sort of players to build around? Yeah. I think Damian Harris is a player to build around. I do. Uh, what about Jacoby Myers? you think this is a one-game thing, or is he – do you think you have something with him? No, I'm going to take a victory lap on him. I'm going to revisit my comment from a year ago. <laughs> he will have a better career than Nikhil Harry, a National Football League career. I'm not saying he's a stud. I'm not saying he's even a top two or three receiver. He will have a longer, more productive career than Nikhil Harry. I mean – Look at him today. He was Cam Newton's only receiver. He's the only guy yeah. he threw it to. Like at one point, they actually realized it, and like five guys covered him, and Cam he, still tried to throw it to him. He had more yards in the first half than Harry did in all but one of his games this year. I mean, like, I hate, I don't want to like I hate piling on Nikhil Harry, but the stats are the stats. Like the, something new comes up every single week. And he also had two like fifteen plus yard catches wiped out by penalty. Correct. Tooney had another one. I think it's two straight weeks where Myers' big gain has been negated yeah. by a Joe Tooney penalty. So it's not like, you know, you're grasping at straws like we were for Harry to look for something. No, no, no. He's produced for two straight weeks, and he could have had even more if right. there weren't penalties. Uh, we should get into the penalties, by the way, because that's become a major issue. Uh, like, I mean, so they went into the game, I think, on pace to have 40 penalties on the year, which is a, would be a massive league low. But the ones – they only had, they had five today, but they all came in the first half, and the, they were pre-snap penalties. Like, just stupid. All offensive to end – Momentum. Well, no, McCordy had won the offsides on third right, down. You had the delay a game. You yep. had the holding. You had a Myers illegal motion that they yep. even declined or something. Yep. All of them set them back or wiped out a Myers catch a couple times. And we've talked about it. The two things they – like, that's one of the two things they can't have. They need to play ahead of the chains, be on rhythm, whatever. And they need to play from ahead. And they haven't been able to now to yep. do those. Like, they once again they can't score a touchdown in the first quarter. They're trailing in the first quarter. The other team scores. You're chasing the whole game, and then you're chasing yards because of penalties. And they're not good enough to chase or shoot themselves in the foot. And then oh, we'll just make up for it. Like I mean, I know classic Brady. Okay, we had a penalty. It's now first and twenty. Okay, now it's second and ten because he got ten back on the first play, and we're right back where we need to be. And that's. You have enough trouble with, you know, first and 10 and picking up 10 yards, never mind making up yards. So, yeah, that's that has to fr – I mean, that's the point, though. Like, you can point to, oh, second-half drives and, you know, whatever you want with Damian Harris and whatever you want with Jacoby Myers. I can point to all the things they do poorly. Penalties that set themselves back. Can't score early in games. Um, turnovers would obviously be the most glaring. Like, the th tackling – they couldn't tackle you or Rod. Let's get to that. Their defense. But, fundam but fundamentally, they stink. Yeah. Yes. Penalties, turnovers, tackling, like, those are fundamental. That has to – Bill has to just absolutely be fuming when he watches some of these mistakes and some well, of this tape. I, I don't want to, like – I don't want to be the effort guy. It just seemed like some of those running plays, there was a lack of effort. See, I think you're giving too much credit. Well, like, the touchdown, Byron Coward just stood there. Okay, maybe Byron Coward. But, like, McCourty has been bad the last couple of weeks. I think we're seeing McCourty look old. I think you're starting to see guys look old. Now, um, there was another one. Who had – oh, Adrian Phillips. Yep. They, 
he said he whiffed on the broadcast. He wasn't close enough to whiff. Like, it was bad. Um, Bentley, uh, Moss just, like, shrugged him off and said, I'm going to keep going. I'm sorry. You have limitations. I'm not, they've, they've asked you to do things you're not capable of doing. Right. That's something you're capable of doing. You're capable of making a tackle. Tackling a big back four yards downfield or whatever. Like, that should be your bread and butter. You're supposed to be Mr. Middle Linebacker, old school. I mean, we, we saw this coming. They didn't have any linebackers. We knew that they were going to be short at that position. And Adrian Phillips has turned into a middle linebacker on this team, and teams have taken full advantage. Like, I would too. It's, it's not hard to, to, to spot where you attack. But it's just such basic flaws midway through a year. Like, we're basically right. at the midway point. You got one more game, and you're at the midway point. Right. And, I mean, are we going to use the excuse, oh, well, they didn't really have a lot of training camp. and In practice in weeks right. four and five. Okay, well, did the other teams practice? Like, right. it's an equal playing field. Uh, Chase Winovich, where is he? Why is he even playing? Uh, I think they think he's just a, a pass player, a passing downs player and sort of a sub player. And I think in combination with the fact that they play a lot of DBs, because yep. my theory would be, well, if we're playing sub anyway, let's put our whole sub in and put Winovich on the field. Right. Um, but I think they kind of look at it the other way. We're already undermanned on the field with DBs. Right. We think he's a pass-first player, so he doesn't, like, fit on early downs. And certainly the Bills were going to run the ball. Yep. Like, everybody should. Every team they face should try to – I don't care who your running back is, if I don't know his name or not, you should try to run on the Patriots because – Feel like you can roll out of bed and run for a buck fifty against this team. Uh, Almost three, three straight games of at least 135 yards, I think. Yeah, like, um, yeah. So I think, and and I think he's caught up in that. Now the counter argument, I, you know, I've seen numbers this year, like because the way football is now, because everybody's in sub and everybody throws sacks come almost as likely on first down and second down as they do third. Like they're all passing downs now yep. in some form or fashion. I just – I'm not a Chase Winovich guy. I think he's a complimentary backup role player, so I'm not going to get all hot and bothered that he didn't play. Yeah. If I'm him, I'd be hot and bothered because I would say, Wait. you don't think I can play the run. I can tell you who can't play the run, those guys that are out there right now. Well, and also, he was, people were saying he was the best defensive player through whatever, three, four games. <sighs> he had a nice start to the year. I'll give him that. But you know what? So did Cam Newton. We've moved on. We've realized some of that was fool's gold over the first couple of weeks of the season. And now we're settling into reality. And reality is this team's not very good. <laughs> All right. Let's, well, let's, before we get into the trade, let's revisit this, uh, our poll that we had. Ooh, ooh. I, I haven't looked at it. Let, want me to retweet it so people actually see it? I retweeted it. Huh. It's, we got, oh, this is a good, sam good sampling for only 15 minutes. We had 356 votes. Okay. And? 83% say yes, the season's over. <laughs> I told you. I told you. 83.4% say yes. 16.6% say no. Yeah, you tried to tell me it was 50-50. I tell you, people are, people are jumping ship. They are jumping ship. Well, I guess this goes along the trade deadline. Like I tweeted before the last drive. So this drive determines if the Patriots would be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. Like that just showed how stupid the argument was that this game determined whether it be buyers or sellers. Like. You, you, do you follow where I'm coming from? Like the last rye was going to determine if they're going to be buyers or sellers? Well, yeah, because I would say if you beat the Bills, even if you beat the Bills, and we talked about it, you could right. have had 
like the Jets next week, you you're feeling good. But but how much better would you did you feel after this game if you if you would have won? Not much. But that's where I don't know if I. I think Bill is really smart. I think Bill yeah. should be able to see all the flaws on this team and how limited they are and like what the upside is. What you're saying, he'd be fooled. Oh, we beat the Bills without Edelman, Harry, Gilmore. We could make a run at the division if we got a guy. I am concerned that they believe they're more competitive and more fixable is a word I've heard thrown around within the facility than I think they are. I don't think they're fixable. I think they have too many flaws, too many weaknesses. But Bill, how did Bill start his postgame press conference? I don't know. It was a lot of mumbles. How did he start? This is the third oh, time. Oh, third straight time that we've had a chance to win and didn't do it. So he – so the top we, we, of his mind is we're really close. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, I don't know whether he believes that or he's selling that. That's a different discussion for a different day. We know the whole idea. When he talks to the media, he knows the players are listening. And yep. so he says, guys, I know we're two and five. But if but we, we have two, play, two or three two. plays go our way, we could be you know, five and two. Five and two. <laughs> right? Right. That, that's the message of that. Now, I don't know if he believes it or not. I don't know when he takes that little piece of paper out and the little teeny golf pencil and writes things down. If he really is writing down, we're so close. Tackle, penalties, wide receivers, so linebackers. Just and then you can flip it over into the other side and keep writing. Um, but that's how he started that. That's how we were this close three times. I don't buy it. I think those are fool's gold, misleading, whatever. But that's where he started. So maybe he was closer to, oh, buyers, sellers. Oh, we'll see what happens. I'll well, tell you what I'd be doing. Sell, sell, sell. Well, would you sell just for the sake of selling or you need to get the right deal to do that? Like That's my whole thing. Like I don't, I don't think – it's the right deal. If you get if you can get a good deal for a wide receiver that's under contract for a year or two more, I would do that deal. If you can get a first round or second round pick for Stephon Gilmore, I would do that deal. It's it's all about the deal. Like if you, it like whatever happens in the next couple of days isn't really going to dramatically change the outlook and your finish this season. Or it could. How? If you sell, you go for Trevor or Justin. Or the Trey Lance guy I've never seen play or throw a football in my life. I, I'm telling you, I this okay. Sneak peek at my column that I'm working on now. Well, not really right now. I'm talking to you. Yes. Also, probably we'll have a bathroom trip in the future. I ate a lot of Chinese food that I'm not sure how well it's sitting in the old belly right now. That's why I'm moving around and wiggling a lot here. Um, so, Bill went on the radio. We didn't have a chance. To, I mean, Sirius XL XM. NFL radio, Charlie Weiss and some other guy and had a comment about basically they're playing a lot of young players. They don't have a lot of depth that they've had in the past because of their salary cap and they're making up for spending in past years. Okay. He's not wrong. Well, he's not wrong, but he could do whatever the hell he wants to do. Correct. He's he's the one that made that wrong. If Tom Brady were here and they wanted AB and he wanted to go get AB, he'd go get AB. He'd make it work. Right. So he's choosing, choosing to handle this season in a certain way. Not all that different from the way the Boston Red Sox chose to handle this season. Not all that different at all. Right. Different caps, different sports, same objective. Reset the books, right? Yep. So you're literally not as invested in this season as you have been in past seasons, correct? Correct. And you're literally, literally not as good. Yep. 
So if you're not invested, if you're not all in and winning this year, I'd be all out. I'm going to lose Stefan Gilmore. I'm going to lose Joe Tooney. Trade him now. Now I'm not, in my mindset, it's not just about, you know, maximizing that. You can get a two for Stefan Gilmore right now. I feel really okay. confident saying that. Okay, I'll take that two because I'm going to marry that up later with my two. And I might marry that up with my one to trade up depending on where I am. Because I know actually getting the number one pick might be difficult. Yes. Although I continue to say to people, you play the Jets twice. You control your own fate, right? Uh, as of now, yes, you do. Yep. So I can give the Jets two wins. Do so. But I just think right now, this team, and everybody tells us, oh, he would never do that. He would never disrespect the game of football. The, well, where's the, where's the line you cross? Because, hello, he's not trying to win the game as hard as he did in the past. He told us that. He said, I'm not as invested. Well, right? well to the team, like he's not, not game planning is less hard than he's done in the past. No. You know what he needs to do? Take a cue from one of his former pupils. You know who handled it perfectly? Brian Flores. Brian effing Flores. What did Brian effing Flores do last year? Uh, got to him. No, no, no. What did he do before that? Well, they stuck. He traded his left tackle. He traded his wide receiver. He traded his Pro Bowl safety. Huh. Wait, we got a we got a really good offensive well, lineman. He's looking for a contract. We could trade him. Wait, we got a really good defensive back. We could trade him. And what what else do they have? Nothing. What? They they don't have guys to trade. That, that's my point. The Patriots? They have like two. We did this on the podcast last week. How many guys do you think that te other teams would want? Joe Tooney. Okay, kind of because the contract's bad. Not really. Now it's just a prorated half a. You, you owe him seven million bucks. But you're not going to get anything for that. You're getting like a, a late round pick, but sure. I'll get my third round pick now instead of the compensatory pick. That's I'll probably, trade that's like what pick. it would probably be. Yep. Okay. 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 Trade him. Get a second round pick for Stefan Gilmore. Sure. Lawrence Guy. Can I trade him? Well, he just got hurt today. Yeah, I know. But is it serious? Uh, I didn't come back. So that's tough. I, would, I wouldn't come back either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe you can Wait. trade Jason McCourty, Devin McCourty. I don't know what's a what would you know would would uh, the Dolphins take Devin McCourty? You know, like look uh, at some of these teams that are all in. The Lions seem to be buyers, 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 trying to you know save themselves, trying to stay above water. I just think if you look at what Brian Flores did, he somehow convinced. Well, you agree with me that Brian Flores had better? He was in a better position to trade away guys than the Patriots are now. Why? They had more. They had bet more guys that other teams would want. The Patriots, you have to like convince another team. Oh, you really want Devin McCourty? Great locker room guy. You know, he's shown not great on film this year, but he, he's this close. He's he's good. They traded an offensive lineman who needed a contract and a star defensive back who needed a contract. Yes, you have an offensive lineman who needs a contract and a star defensive back. Now, Minka Fitzpatrick, much younger. That's the difference here. That's yeah. why I'm not getting a first round pick. That's right. why I'm getting a second or a third round. And then rounder. also, we've talked about it last week before. How much worse are you if you trade both of those players? Uh, I'm worse. I don't know how much worse I need to get. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, you asked me a question in my little scenario of tank for Trevor or, you know, what is uh, something? Fields. <laughs> Fucking soccer fields. Right. It's a podcast. I can't use that on the radio. I'll have to come. No, you have, you have to come up with a new one before Tuesday or Monday. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the quarterback. 
yeah, you said, you know, in your theory, so does that mean you, you cut Cam and put Stidham in? I don't know. Cam Newton's 2-12 and four, two and 12 in his last 14 NFL starts. Maybe he helps me some. But then don't it, at some point you have to figure out what you have in Stidham? Like, if you're going to go nope. down. I nope. don't. You know why? Because you're going to say that Trevor or Fields is better. Wait, do you not agree with that? No, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I'm, a, I'm assuming Trey Lance is better too. Hell, there's this kid from BYU, Wilson, Zach Wilson, that everybody's in love with now. I just need well, a quarterback. Then the other thing is, do you have faith in Bill in picking the right one? Yes. Newfound faith. Okay. This came from a caller who asked a question or something. You know, how many times has Bill tried to find a quarterback? Once. Yeah. He's right. drafted quarterbacks often under the Ron Wolf. It's always good to have them as commodities. Right. But the one time he tried to replace Brady and got Brady all hot and bothered. He got the right one. He drafted an NFL starter. Now, I understand he might not be a top 10 franchise guy, but he's an NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't have to sell it on me. Okay. Yes, I know. Yes. You're racist. You like the white guy. <laughs> um, so he, he's one for one kind of, in my opinion, right? Yeah. In your scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the other scenario is here in my little tank. I also don't know that it has to be Trevor Lawrence or Justin Field or even Trey Lance. Because I would hearken back to the uh, San Diego, then San Diego Chargers, who once upon a time drafted Ladanian Tomlinson and then drafted Drew Brees atop the second round. So you could also say, well, this team has a lot of holes. They're not going to be able to get Trevor Lawrence, but they get up to the three, four, five, somewhere in there. They take the best defensive player available, which based on a single game, I watched. Uh, what game was it yesterday? The kid had a ridiculous game. Was it Oklahoma State? I don't know. Some game where the kid had seven tackles for a loss, three sacks, 11 tackles. I was like, yeah, the Patriots could use a guy that does that. Um, so in this scenario, you could also get a defensive player to change your front around and then swing back around and get Kyle Trask or this right. Zach Wilson kid, whoever, if you think one of them is a stud quarterback. Or right? you could go another scenario in your theory is you could use all your picks to use supposedly stocks to move up even more. Yeah. So the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of um, pull the and plug. I guess teams are hesitant to do that sometimes because of the PR, like how the PR, like how the fans would feel. But and this, this is the year to do it. No fans are in this dance. You don't have to risk how that's going to look there. And based on our little scientific poll here, teams already, fans already know the season's over, so you yep. might as well spin it that way that you're getting something out of it. Not once will he have to walk out the tunnel at Gillette Stadium and hear people boo and yell at him and swear at him. And I would also argue nobody has built up more cachet than Bill Belichick. Like, if he wants to cash in a little money in the bank that says, listen, we're going to suck this year so we can be good next year. I'm chasing a record. We want to forget about that Brady a-hole. We need to do this. We need to take a short-term lumps for long-term fun, right? We're yeah. resetting here. I told you that last week we're resetting the books. Well, guess what? We're resetting more than the books. We're resetting the whole damn team, right? He should be able to do that. I mean, the I, guy freaking has dominated no, for 20 I, years. He, he's one of the few coaches in sports that could sell a fan base on a decision like that, yes. Right, so – Maybe he needs to be a little more forthcoming even than he already has been. Listen, we're, we're doing the best we can for the long-term interests of the football team.
right? That could be, that could be a new line. Yeah. Wink, wink, nod, well, nod. That's, that could be the new line. We always do what's best for the team. We always do what's best for the long-term success of the team. Yes. And I'd also say, I've been doing a lot of thinking on this. So Teddy Bruschi was all fired up about if you trade Gilmore, oh, it's a bad mess. Yeah. And? Like, well, and- you could also make the case, too, like the guys that it might potentially upset, like the McCordys, the Slaters, like – First of all, I think they can under they've been around enough to understand. But what if you sell these players on your part of the future? You're you're under contract too. We're going to be better next year because of this year. So just suck it up for a year, half a Even year. If I can't sell them on that. A, it's a business. And Devin, did you really think you were worth twenty three million dollars over the next two years? You'll do whatever the hell damn well I tell you to do. And did you really think I was going to bring back your brother for nothing? I needed some veteran leadership on this team. You guys were all captains. Pull your heads out of your asses and do what I need you to do. Right. Right. I mean, it's a business. They all tell me it's a business. This is good for business. Long-term, this could be good for business. Uh, I don't want to go too long on this podcast, but the flip side of this, do you think that, the, like, the divi- we can both agree that the division sucks. The AFC sucks. Yes. Do you, they, you, do you think they have a chance? To win the division? Yes. No. No? It's over? They, they have five losses. They're going to lose to the Ravens. That's six. I expect them to lose to the uh, Cardinals. That's seven. And guess what? There's probably another loss I don't see coming in there. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think the division could be one at nine and seven. I got them at eight and eight, at least. Okay. Do you think that's enough to make the, the wild card spot with the extra Wait a minute. Spot? So they're two and five, correct? Yep. You have them at nine and seven. I, I didn't have them. I'm saying it's possible. So you think they can win seven of their next nine games? You're full of crap. Have you watched them? I didn't say that they can. I'm saying that they could. <laughs> let's just let's just say let's just say they beat the Jets. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. But then they have games against the Texans. Like they've got through the meat of their schedule. Baltimore aside, seven and two in the National Football League is really good for any team against any group of teams. So whatever you think the best team in football is, I don't know, Pittsburgh, okay? If they go 7-2 and two in nine games, that's really good. Well, what are they now, 7-0, and 6-0? Oh, and oh? Yes. No. Yes. But that's my point. They're really good. Right. Should they, have lost? they could have lost today, and they could have last, lost last week, so they'd be 5-2. and two. They win two more, they're 7-2, and two, and everybody's like, that's the best team in football, or one of them, right? Yep. No one is saying this is the best team in football, and you think they could go seven and two in their next nine. They have games against the the two against the Jets. Wait a minute, let's let's rewind a minute. People didn't get to see this because we don't post video podcasts. I'm pretty sure you're drinking. I I've had a couple sips of beer. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's gone right to you. Don't stand up because you're already drunk. You you don't think that it, I'm again? I'm not saying that it's like going to happen. I'm just saying that it's possible. Would you like to make a bet? No, I wouldn't. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to. I was trying to provide a different angle to this for this, the whatever percentage it is, sixteen point four percent of Patriots fans out there that still believe that there is still a season, and I wanted to get your take if it was still somewhat possible. No, it so, isn't. But, but you said, what's your ceiling for the team right now? Ceiling. Yeah, you said eight and eight, right? Yeah. So why can't one game flip? Because I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt to get them to eight and eight. Okay, even if they're eight and eight, I just, you're probably not winning the division at eight and eight, but you probably and have a good shot at making the wild card. 
I would all I, the extra playoff um, spot this year is there a, was a little bit of a wrench to things. Yeah, but again, if I'm Bill Belichick, what good does it do me to be the seventh seed? None. Not, not no quarterback all. for next year. Now I have the 18th pick or 17th pick in the There's draft. Not no man's land. It is. So what good does that do me? I know. Oh, Mr. Kraft, you're going to miss a gate? No, you're not. There's no damn fans. Right. Right? So, like, I actually think there's no benefit to making the playoffs. It only hurts you. And there's great benefit every spot higher you get in the draft. It's easier for you to trade up. You're closer. Even if we're not in Fields, uh, Lawrence, Land, think about who's gone in terms eight, of, like, nine, ten. And, yeah. like, Josh Allen, I think, went eight. Uh, Mahomes went 10? 10 or 12. It was even. Um, Watson was in that range. Like, quarterbacks go in that range, right? Yep. So, like, if you – it might seem like a little thing. Oh, if we make the playoffs, we're 18th. But if we don't make the playoffs, maybe we're 14th or 12th. That's a big difference. And I will say there's also a lot of discussion going around, I've heard already, about – unknown value of draft picks this year because who's going to be in the draft are pro days is it like their teams are tape on you as normal teams are very concerned lack of tape lack of pro days maybe lack of all-star games who knows and that's probably going to be changed you're probably going to have like a zoom interview with the guy measurements and then like do i want to make the 14th pick in the draft like so there's already a lot of issues there in terms of what's so I just think you want – this is a – and what if people don't come out? Like the, the draft class could be altered based on who plays, who doesn't plays, who finishes seasons, whatever's going on in the world now. You're it's really like, selling yourself on, on this being the right thing. You know, it's funny because I started out thinking it's kind of the right thing, but I don't know if I really buy it. Now I'm all in. I am all freaking in on this because it just makes too much sense. No, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. Like, I don't want people to take me taking the optimistic view and saying that they could be nine and seven is what I believe. That's not the case. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. I'm not like full tank that you are, but I can definitely see the value. You're, it's the year to do it. Like you said, you're, you're not worried about extra playoff gate. You're not worried about fan reaction. Like, I, I think sort of like the Red Sox, they, you're kind of in the same boat. And I'm sorry, maybe – the losses that some of these top teams have had have swayed what some people think of them. I think you are light years away from Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, Yes, I would agree. I think you're not in their class. Well, because we've talked about it for for weeks. You have so many holes. It's not like you could – it's not like Cam Newton has been the only problem on the offense because it's it's beyond that. It's wide receiver. It's offensive line. It's – then go to the other side of the ball. It's front seven. It's – all of us in the front seven. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I am talking myself into this. I'm glad. I'm glad Tank that for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. And Clemson doesn't need him because I don't know if you watched BC. They look like they got another pretty good one ready to roll. That number five right. kid. Right. Right. He's tremendous. Yes. So he, he shouldn't go back there. Dabo probably doesn't want him back. All right. Anything else you want to close with? Um. So let's close on a positive. Okay. So we talked about Damian Harris. We talked about Jacoby Myers. We should also talk about the kicker who's made 11 straight kicks. Yeah, yep. Nick Fultz. Fortunately, didn't get a chance to make it 12 and tie yep. the game, thanks to Cam Newton. Um, yep. But he looked good. Any uh, any other uh, superlatives you'd like to throw out, positives? Josh Uche had a good game. 
Josh Uche showed up a little bit active and playing, which is un, is good in a way. Unfortunately, it comes in the same time where the two tight ends were inactive, Duggar was inactive, like yep. the rest of your hopeful draft class wasn't out there. So yep. I would actually like to see that over the second half of my season where you lose. Be competitive. Play the Brian Flores game. Yep. Uche plays – uh, Anthony Jennings plays, Duggar plays, Harris plays, plays uh, Myers plays, Gunner plays. Would it stun you if Kyle Duggar was the best player on this team within the next 24 months? Best player? Player. Uh, wouldn't stun me, but unlikely. Why? Who, who are the others? I like Unwenu. I think he's a solid. Oh, come guy. on. Who gives a rat's ass about an offensive lineman? They don't count. Um, what about your guy, Damian Harris? Uh, I think Duggars could be better. I do like Damian Harris. I think Damian Harris is a good, not great back. I don't think he's going to be a star, like 1,500 yard. So you, you think Kyle Duggars like a Pro Bowl safety defensive back? I think he has a chance to be that. Jack of all trades, like. Adrian Phillips type, like at his best, better? Well, better. Better than Adrian Phillips. You know, everybody's been throwing around Jamal Adams, Derwin yeah. James. Now Buda Baker is this crazy um, Tyron Matthew in, in Kansas City is a different beast, but a similar move around crazy. I feel like this is the era for those types of guys to really impact a game, be used, and I think Duggar has a chance to be that. Now, of course, he won't if they enact my plan and get Trevor Lawrence because then your quarterback, once again, will be your best player. And I like that plan because I like teams when their quarterback is their best player. I think that's good for teams. Uh, yes, we've seen over the last 20 years how that works. Um, all right, we'll uh, be back Thursday, fr Friday. I think we're sticking to our Friday schedule. That seems to work. Yes, game preview. I How's our poll doing? How's our poll doing? I want an update before we go. All right. Uh, the poll is – we got uh, more votes, 742 votes. 83% say yes, 17% say no. So very similar to what it was before. And you said it was 50-50. People are pulling the plug. They're depressed. Well, they heard Cam Newton talk after the game, and they really they really had it after that. Yeah, he was uh, he was down. Very down. I mean, he should be. I, I would be, too, because we're looking at it from, A, we're outsiders. B, we're looking at just the Patriots. The guy's career could be going down the crapper. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a former MVP, former $100 million, talk of the world, number one, superstar, wins at every level he's ever been at, junior college, real college, NFL, and now he's going to, like, he had a Hall of Fame trajectory, and now he could be out of the league. Now he could be without a job in three months. Right. Or yeah. you have your way, and Dale Arnold has his way quicker than three months. Why are you putting words in my mouth? Because you asked me earlier if they should cut him and put just, Strickland just, in. Just because I asked doesn't mean I believe it. I'm playing the role of host. I'm trying Jeez. to get, I'm getting opinions out of you. Just like I talked about nine and seven. You're trying to say I believe that. I'm okay. Putting, I'm, I'm getting these things out of you. I say this all with great love. You're acting like Fred Kirsch. What's wrong with that? He's been, he's First of all, you said Patriots could go nine and seven. I'm not saying they will or can go nine and seven. I'm saying they could go nine and seven. Like, what are you saying? And now you're saying, like, I, I didn't, I didn't mean they should cut him. I was asking you if they should cut him. Right. I'm, I'm playing role of the host, getting things out of you because I want to get your opinions. Well done. Well done. Yes. All right. Well, uh, talk to you guys later in the week. Peace out.